I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. You know, after the game in Syracuse, uh, they just dominated us on the boards and their ball movement. They just got a lot of good looks. So the one thing we wanted, one thing we wanted to try to do tonight was to just shore up our defense a little bit better, try to make it a little bit harder for them to get open looks. I thought our perimeter defense was good tonight, and you know they missed some shots. So I mean that that's part of the game. Offensively, uh, Elijah and Marek got us off to a great start, and we got control of the game early and uh, just. Never let it up. So it was a great win after what just happened uh, not very long ago in Syracuse. How surreal of a moment is this for you right now? What's going on? It's with really, the really difficult. It's really, really hard. Um, you know, I, I, I'm hoping as a coach and a former player that these kids get to play. Um, but... I, I don't think we know the depth of what this is. It obviously is does not. It's not a good look. What's going on? What happened to the rest of the world? And now come here. Uh, I just don't know how we keep people safe. You know, because if if uh, you know kids go home, they're going to go out. You know, they're going to be in the community. It's it's difficult. It's difficult to know what the right thing to do is, but. Um, I think that my hope was that we could play the games. I mean, this could have been our last game, but my hope would be for the players to get to play the games that they've worked so hard to get to where they are. Coach, you talked about how well Barama played tonight. He's really been good over the last yeah. five, six games. What are the little things or the specific things that he's doing to make him better? You know, six games, seven games, well, I just I gave him a couple hints, and he's – I should have told him those things earlier, right? I mean, I get it. No, <laughs> he just started playing like that. I don't know what happened, honestly. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered on giving you, the fans, a voice a welcome. Happy Saturday. We are, obviously, some days late. Multiple, I guess. Right? How happy is it? Huh? How happy is How it? Happy it's is not. It? It's not. Everything's awful. Everything's awful. Everything's weird. Everything's bizarre. Everything is awful. Yeah. Not normal. It's like the freaking Twilight Zone. Yeah, pretty much. 
right? This is supposed to be one of the best weekends of the year, right? As far yes. as college basketball is concerned. Yes, and Selection Sunday I look tomorrow. forward to this. Yeah, you got all the championship games. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I mean, just bizarre. Just everything's weird. You know, we're trying to fill our time here watching watching the Syracuse-UConn six overtime game from 2009 i think this is for been the fourth repeat. day in a row <laughs> i think this has been on repeat since uh they yeah. they announced everything and i'm just um yeah i'm it, watching the ufc fight night it's the only thing that with no fans didn't get canceled yeah. no fans but with no fans um you know i am i'm 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 at one point i'm like well you know what at least there's the xfl you know and then boom and they just Same canceled the whole season. I know. And then I'm like, well, NASCAR is going to run without fans. I mean, it's fine. And I was fine. like, you know what? I could watch golf. Yeah, no, and then but they NASCAR just NASCAR yeah. suspended the next two races. So yeah, I, I know. They're racing tomorrow. I know, so. but they started off by not not right. um, having fans there. So, and then they just decided, well, we'll postpone these two races and go from there. And you know, it's just odd. I'm just about to pick up a part time job. I think I don't know what to do. <laughs> I know, right? This was our part-time job, and we were busy with it, right? Yeah. And and now and now we're like struggling. I, I had no motivation to even get get this show together after a freaking wonderful win, you know. And I, yeah. you know, honestly, a slight miscalculation on our part. Uh, Syracuse, yeah. Syracuse uh, will actually finish the season off in dominant fashion as they wax the floor with the Tar Heels 81-53. to And then Syracuse ends up finishing 7-0 in games um, in the second game of teams they've played twice. Redemption games. Yeah, redemption games. So um, a, a really good job. And, you know, it's like that was the last college basketball game played, if I'm not mistaken. Was there any West Coast games that went, were on after that? No, I think there was a couple after. Was there? Was, I think there was a Big East game that played till halftime the, day, the next day. Oh, really? Yeah. Creighton St. John's. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know that. Just um, just freaking freakish. Freaking freakish. Well, listen. Um, you know, hey, things could get a little weird. Things are, are, are sick, and they're getting sicker. Okay? So what do you want to do? Got home security? If you don't, I got something for you. Look, you never know, Joe. You're looking at me funny, but, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures, bro. And people can get desperate. So I dare them. Uh, I dare them as well. But you know, you know, most of these people strike when you're not home. I mean, at least down here, where you know, I mean, most homeowners that I know own firearms. So <laughs> I think that's a common thing. And 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 so they strike when you're not home. And if they do, what are you going to do? You know, with home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's a traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy install that costs a small fortune. Or there's the other way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection, two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award. Uh, Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You'll get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you when anybody's approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors uh, guard the inside. You barely notice it's there, but what's truly is remarkable is that you can set it up all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It only takes about 30 minutes to an hour tops, maybe hour and a half of your Joe. And there's basically, there's absolutely no trade-offs for your safety. You'll, you'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24 seven. 
and it's only 50 cents a day, 50 cents a day. So it's about 15 bucks a month, okay? With no contracts, that's the best part. You don't wanna get locked into these freaking five-year contracts at $50 a month, it's insane. And you can get the like coverage. You. Yeah, well, no, I got, I did not sign anything on that. They kicked the guy out of my house, and that was that. But I could have been really bad. So, you know, you could, you could sign up, you need it for a month, maybe you're gonna go on vacation for a couple weeks, you need it for a month. And uh, you, you, you have it there if you need it. That's it. Uh, it's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. So go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's S I M P L I safe.com slash team today. And you'll get free shipping and a 60 day risk free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Now go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Thank you. Simply Safe. We appreciate it. So, anyway. All right. Well, uh, there are there was some some breaking news. I'm kind of glad that we kind of um, halted the show a little bit because we'd be um, we went and had a ton to talk about, and, you know, because we got some breaking news. And we'll do that after we talk about the UNC game. I know it's kind of old news, but we still got to kind of do it. So, um, <clears throat> Garrison Brooks made a jump shot with 5:24 remaining in the first half, and that would be the last points in their first 20 minutes. Uh, from there, the Orange would go on a 15-0 run to finish off their first half. And let's be honest, it was pretty much it. That was it. Uh, UNC never got close. In fact, they never even led the good. Uh, the last time we played UNC, uh, Garrison Brooks and Cole Anthony combined for 51 points. This time, just 23 points, which is actually less than either one of them scored individually in the previous game. So a double-double for Sadibi, 12 points, 13 rebounds. You heard Coach in the montage. Sadibi has put together this string of games. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, never thought he would uh, he, he would be able to do that this year by some of the play we saw earlier and the whole team was just fantastic so um, and what was likely Elijah Hughes's last game 9 for 20 from the field and finished with 27 Syracuse as a team shot 46.7% from the field the bad they didn't finish the ACC tournament that's bad the ugly mm. they canceled the entire basketball season and uh, all you ass wipers out there hoarding toilet paper that's ugly too Okay, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> Deal with the toilet paper. It's insane. What the hell's going on? I just need some toilet paper. Joe, the game. Elijah Hughes was on fire. Seemed oh, like, yeah. It seemed like he couldn't miss. He's five for five from the line, four for ten from three. Um, you know, but I mean, we all have to eat crow on that one, right? Oh, absolutely. Buddy even did okay. You know, he's he's two for four from three. He played a good game. You know, well, you know, let's let's talk about that for a second because we didn't get raked over the coals, but um, you know, people who listened mentioned it and no. um, how how you, I, and James, uh, we all kind of just poo-pooed this game almost. And um, the reason being is because for me, I don't I wasn't seeing any anything, dude. Right. I just was going by what I was watching on the mm-hmm. court. And of course, I believe I always mention, you know, hey, I know that they can win any game. I know that, um, and I do believe that. So, but yeah, right. I just wasn't seeing it, man. This this just was, you know, they had a well, bad I, night. They had a UNC had a bad night. We had a good night. That's what it takes. Well, I think a lot of it does have to do with what you talked about being seven and zero with redemption games. Obviously, being able to see a team and being able to game plan for them. It works as far as two, three zone goes. And uh, we did 
catch North Carolina kind of on one of those nights as to why they are or were where they were. Um, they did have close games, and yes, they did have injuries, but there was a lot of games that they played and came out like this, and it was never really close. So, yeah, I was surprised, definitely. But um, when you see Sadibi and the way that we were Garrier rebounding and the way we were playing and the way we were making shots and Elijah coming out and feeling like he was like slighted for not being uh, ACC player of the year. Uh, you could tell pretty early uh, that we were going to definitely be in a good position to win that game. And then when we came out and I uh, got that 15 0 run right before halftime, I, I was still nervous at halftime, but it, it would have taken a lot to come back from that. Yeah, I was still nervous, too, just because, I mean, you got a whole nother half of basketball left. I mean, you never know what can happen in a locker room, and we've seen it before. And, in fact, in most of the games that Syracuse won in the ACC, they were actually up ahead. pretty, pretty. They had a pretty significant lead, and then they actually got cut. And then the yeah. games ended up being really close, a lot of them, at the end. So um, that was a trend that we saw all year. But, um, you know, it was really apparent, like, that UNC was frustrated. Cole Anthony was frustrated. I mean, um, you know, it was just on their, they were just wearing it on their sleeve and, you know, for basically a home game for them too, which, you know, it's unfortunate they, they couldn't capitalize on that. But I think that bodes well, like we said, for Syracuse all year. And this being their last game, you know, um, it was not knowing what we what was going to happen. And thinking maybe, you know, it's possible this could be their last game. I mean, I think you and I talked almost right now. Yeah, well, it was bittersweet for sure, obviously, yeah. knowing yeah. that we had a chance to maybe Louisville may make the eight team that we get the redemption on, right? So uh, we looked good, and we looked like we were ready to maybe, you know, like, again, give Louisville a game and maybe make the, this tournament interesting and maybe get back on the bubble talk. But uh, just, just looking at the game when we looked at it, First time we played, they shot a ridiculous percentage. They beat us out. Re- they out rebounded us thirty nine to twenty nine by ten. This time they only get by four, uh, forty two to thirty eight, and just the turnovers. I mean, they had eighteen turnovers to our eight. We had eleven steals. Just those things. Uh, that's what we cleaned up. We cleaned up our defense, and to see our defense play like that again in the ACC tournament, and then not be able to get a chance against a team like Louisville. Seeing how we were playing, it was definitely tough, without a doubt. Yeah. So, um, you know, before we do some fan feedback, I just want to, you know, we didn't have a proper send-off because this happened so abruptly. But, you know, we want to just say thank you to all of you who who listen, and, and we really appreciate you guys. We're not just blowing smoke when we say that. I know sometimes we talk about this, but, you know, the way this show has grown – especially within the past like year and a half since last basketball season and football season. I mean, um, means a lot to us. We love coming here and doing this. That was one of the things that was really tough for me actually coming, um, off this game and finding out basketball season was over. I thought a lot about, man, I love doing these shows. I have so much fun. I love going on Twitter with you guys and, and hanging out and, and I just, you know, I love having James on and getting on here with Joe and uh, we just have a blast doing it. So we just want to thank you guys for listening because it's, you know, we're we're just some couple kids from East Syracuse, man, and uh, yeah. just happened to, to be, you know, having some fun. 
So we're, and we're and we're blessed to be able to do it. So, anyways, yeah, right. and it's unfortunate that the season got cut short. We still had games, so yeah, and it we'll is, do our best to get back. Yeah, we're gonna get, obviously nothing's gonna change here. We'll get we'll get back here. We were doing in the off season. We do about two episodes a month, and um, you know we'll be still doing the same thing and and and. Uh, uh, coming back on when there's some news, and there's some news today. So we're going to do some fan feedback, and then we'll get into that. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. Uh, you guys know what to do uh, next season, what you're going to do. <laughs> next football yeah. season, what you're going to do is you're going to go to the socials after the games. I'll ask for your thoughts. Uh, you give them. We read them. We talk about some of them on the show. Okay, so uh, I haven't been through these, so I'm going to do this on the fly, which never works great, but um, could be entertaining. At ZW Rodburn, uh, nearly everyone, nearly everyone went. I think everything, nearly everything went right for the orange, and very, very wrong for the heels. Hard to see this tournament continuing and or the NCAA tournament commencing, but it was fun to see tonight. Zach uh, was feeling the same thing I was feeling. And um, like I was mentioning to what I was saying before, you know, to go out with a win, Joe, and not just get smothered uh, is bittersweet. Yeah. You want to see him continue. They had more games ahead. Uh, we don't know what would have happened, but um, yeah, it's just a lot of people at work down here. They gave me daps for Syracuse beating North Carolina. Did, they were happy about it. Yeah. And, you know, you're to couple up uh, what you were saying, Tim, top fan from Facebook, if the season ends with the Orange kicking UNC's ass, I'm good with that. So <laughs> yeah. I think it was yeah. a situation where I think everybody wants to base on the NBA, and, and I think we saw the writing on the wall. And since then, we've seen everything kind of start to shut down, and, and I think a lot of people saw that coming. So I don't know about you, but I was like crossing my fingers the next day, just hoping to get to noon and have all the the tournament games start and let it be normal. But of course, nothing, it didn't. It didn't work out that way. Nothing was normal on Thursday. Thursday was a weird day. I'll never forget. It was just everything was weird about Thursday. Mm-hmm. So uh, and- we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring. The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, 
There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. At Tony Staffieri on Twitter, this team played so sick tonight, they will cancel the rest of the ACC tournament. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. Well, you called that one, Tony. Um, look, uh, like, you know, just to, just our point, we just kind of talked about it, but, um, you know, I would like to go out the way we did if it was going to happen, then with a loss and be like, ah, screw it, the season's over anyway. So it is what it is, but uh, let's yeah. see. You got one? Let me search. Well, I got some about uh, Docket. <laughs> Robert, top fan from uh, Facebook. Sadibi, thoughts? Awesome, great team win. Defense, defense, defense. And for God's sake, is there no doubt Docket's total UNC love? Jeez, that was nauseating. I know. Uh, um, he's annoying. Yeah. And to couple onto that. Um, but, but didn't he play for Duke? I don't know who he played for. I'm top fan, Top fan Chris from Facebook. Hey, I have an idea. Let's talk about North Carolina. Oh, I know. Syracuse is up by 20 points. But hey, I have an idea. Let's talk about North Carolina. Can they get back in this thing? And oh, I know Syracuse is up by 15 points, but Hey, I have an idea. Let's talk about Roy Williams career. And then, Oh, <laughs> let's throw up some sentimental crap about the Bayheim family and neglect the fact that this Syracuse team has control of the game, the whole game. Huh? The, yeah, the entire, <laughs> the entire game, uh, at 
S Dallas 2101 on Twitter. Big men didn't foul out. So DB only needs four fouls tomorrow to break the all time team record. I didn't know that if that's true. Uh, Hughes, Hughes is the best in the ACC. Mark, Mark plays balls out, Buddy played. Okay. JG three going to keep improving and on the bigger stage, best game of the year. Yeah. Best game of the year, Joe. I, I would say, you know, our biggest win obviously was UVA statistically, but Knowing, yeah, what UNC no. went yeah. through this year, this was a big win. I mean, you can look and be like, "Oh, it's a 14 seed." Oh, you know. And there were some comments on 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 Twitter and stuff like, "Oh, this what a tough 14 seed." Oh, the tough the the feared 14 seed. But they but they were, they yeah. were clicking, man. They were clicking. Yeah. And we saw what they did against us. And again, we know our record against North Carolina since well, how long has it been since since we've beaten them? So. Again, to be able and our struggles that we've had in the ACC tournament. So to couple all that into that and be undefeated in the redemption games and the way that we played on the road because that was pretty much a road game this year. Um, yeah, it, it was it was awesome. I mean, I know that it's it's it was unfortunate the way that the season ended and how everything stopped and canceled, but it was a great way to finish it. Yeah, um, you got any more? Yes, uh, my brother Alex actually had a pretty good one. Uh, defense played tough, and the offensive ball movement was terrific. If we play with the same energy against Louisville, then I think we have a shot. One game at a time, and they played like this isn't our last game this year. Stay hungry and go get it, Cuse. And obviously that was before, you know. Oh, yeah, that was all, you know, th- that night. But, yeah, I mean, uh, when you look at that game and you're like, oh, well, we're going to play Louisville next. I mean, you think anything's possible. But I think we've kind of we've kind of been saying that all year. I mean, we think they could beat anybody, even going no. into the Duke. Well, I mean, Gerard had some great passes. He had eight assists. Beheim, he got his points in the second half. Obviously, Elijah played the way he did. And obvi- the way that Brahma and, and Dolzhai passed to each other, and, and that, I mean, that was just awesome to see, man. Yeah. Uh, one more from Twitter. At K Nabiwaniak. Waniak, man, Kyle, I'm just going to call him. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Kyle from now on. Kyle, I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, to be fair, I believe <laughs> I believe in the old adage: it's tough to beat a team ten times in a row. Um, do we think those were tears of joy by Garrison Brooks since this awful season is finally over for UNC? Go Orange, three more to go. So, um, yeah, I mean, they had an awful season, but they thought, you know, if you heard Cole Anthony's interview there was an interview going around with Cole Anthony before the ACC tournament saying you know well we think we can win this thing I really think they thought they could and I thought they could probably could so I think that I think Syracuse just crushed their hopes and that's why with everything that happened I'm okay I'm better off with them obviously this goes without saying that I'm happy with them winning on this note you know 28 points that's not like this game was really never that close the way this game was being played so um, right. Yeah, and, and and they beat us nine times in a row since we've been in the ACC. We're now uh, two and nine first Roy Williams in the Tar Heels. So um, you know that had to stop at some point. They're not going to win every game, you know. So um, yeah, uh, you got anything else? No, good. Okay, all right. So uh, a little bit of news here to finish off the show. And um, the first thing I saw uh, from. Matt Park, he he had a uh, left. He tweeted out leftover injury update. He says Orange Center Brahma Sidibe broke his nose on the play in the North Carolina 
uh, first half for which Cole Anthony received a flagrant foul. Um, so he broke his nose on that play where Cole Anthony put, <laughs> stuck the elbow to him. Yeah, and I thought he did. You, I thought he might have. Anyway, really? When you saw that? Oh yeah, when, when you saw it, when it you was s- right there. Yeah, when you saw it, it looked did not look good, especially in slow motion. But everything always looks worse in slow motion, so it's hard to say. But um, you know, he went on to make two free throws and finish mm-hmm. the game. And they, <laughs> it's insane, dude. What an animal! What a savage this guy has become. No, the last five it. games has really changed my perspective of this guy, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's a fighter, dude. He didn't give up. You know, he had his moments, but he he, he didn't give up. Who, there's not a lot of guys that are going to be playing with a crooked nose. No. Well, dude. I'm just I saying. Mean, in, five, in five games, we went from, oh, my, oh, what's our big man situation to be next year to, oh, good, we got Sadibi. We're going to be all right. Like, in five games. Yeah. That just happened. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? We, we Yeah, because yeah. we said it uh, maybe even in the last show, maybe. Like in five games. Like now you're like, okay, well, if he plays like this, then pff, we'll be okay, right? Yeah, I mean, you look, and we talked about it. I mean, you think about Sadibi going in um, next year as a senior, and you feel confident about it, right? Like you feel good about that. I do. Yeah. Well, the way so, him and Dolce have been playing together, yeah. Yeah. And Beheim, he even mentioned that in his con- press conference. Yep. Um, let's see. So... Um, with that said, some bad news. Now, um, you know. But we knew some of this was going to happen, We, we right? knew some but of this was going to happen, but this is what started here. Bryson Goodine tweeted out, I would like to thank Syracuse, the Syracuse staff and fans for having me at the university this year. However, it is time for me to seek out a new beginning. Thank you, Syracuse. Uh, he's going to enter the transfer portal. And then uh, this was yesterday, and then today uh, dropped that Howard Washington and Jalen Carey will also probably do the same and follow him. And I've heard rumors about Robert Braswell. Now, I feel like there's a spot for Robert Braswell at some at some level on this team. But, um, I mean, to each his own. I would really, I would be, I would think, I'd be more upset with him leaving than the other guys. I mean, and but I mean. Just, just as ups- I mean, look, I felt like Bryson or Jalen needs n- needs to stay. They're both going to go, right? Or, I mean, even Howard Washington. But- well, that's what I mean. Like, I think we still needed one of those guards to stay. I don't think Braswell is as important. Keeping him versus at least one of those guards. Yeah, because because we went from being now stacked at talking- the guard position to being very thin. Right. Yeah. And obviously they, you know, Jim Beheim showed his hand and Joe Girard and Buddy Beheim are going to play 35 plus minutes. There's not going to be a lot of time out there unless you can outwork them or outplay them. And you saw the three guards leave. Yeah. I mean, two of them, I don't think are a hundred percent yet, but per report, but per usually reports, that's yeah. pretty right. Yeah. And I still don't see a spot for Robert, even if, uh, Elijah Hughes were to go, uh, which I've heard nothing but just he's on the fence. So that's still not even 100% yet. But even if well, he does. All right, stop there. Time out. Could you imagine if he did stay, though? If he was like, look, yeah, this well, is unfinished I, you business. You know, and that's something to think about because, again, with this, the way that this season ended and really not being able to get your, you know, your full licks in, I guess, you know, they might have, some people, this changes things. You know, obviously, I feel bad for the seniors that don't have that opportunity to, to get any eligibility back or replay this, but he's in a position where he didn't get the finish and he didn't really know where he was going to end up. And who knows if that changes his mind. So um, you can only hope as a Syracuse fan, but even if he does, you still have the likes of Gary and, and Dolzhai. 
and who knows um, Woody Newton Woody Newton coming in what his situation is going to be but I know that with all these guards leaving it's going to put a lot of pressure on Kadari Richmond because he's just going to he's a combo guard he's ranked 96 in the class coming in uh, who knew, who you don't really ever know but that would put a lot of pressure on him so who's the Harvard but, who's the Harvard grad transfer that was considering Syracuse oh god oh, I'm sorry I put you on the spot was he a guard or was he a I think he's like a small fours shooting oh, guard type. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that would help. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was the player of the year in the Ivy league as a sophomore got hurt. So he's still got a couple of years of eligibility and he's looking at six schools. And that's the one thing that I was going to say is I don't know how, how many players are available still in this class, but as far as JUCOs or grad transfers, uh, this does put ourselves in a situation to be able to, give us some flexibility. Uh, well, now we were talking, we freed up scholarships now. So, right. We were talking about the having transfers and I just don't think that anybody really imagined it was going to be at this scale. Yeah. But I mean, um, you know, what do you, what do you think about Bryson? I feel like, I mean, as a, uh, that as was a, the as most a surprising fresh- one. Yeah. Yeah. As a freshman, I mean, he's going to get, He's going to get more of an opportunity next year. You know, he had the he had the face mask issue. He's obviously gotten better with that. I think, you know, next year would have been totally different for him. And I know he's a talented guy, but I thought he'd be a little bit more patient about the circumstances that he would went into. You know, uh, he went into committing to Syracuse knowing they were heavy there, and no, he was but... going to have to fight for that spot. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Just to just no, he to... was more highly recruited than him. So than than Joe, you mean? Than Gerard? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So. Who knows how he feels? And nowadays, you don't really know. That's the difference. You never, you're not in a kid's head anymore. Well, I know uh, that you had a lot of fans calling for for Bryson over Joe a lot throughout the year, a lot, a lot. So yeah, I mean, I can understand that. But again, with these kids now, um, when they see the writing on the wall where they're not going to get the playing time they think they deserve, then they they're quick to transfer. And that's football and it's basketball. Yeah. So. So, it's going to be tough in a situation where you're going to want to maybe build up some depth because there's a lot of kids nowadays where if they're not getting that playing time, especially if you're only only going six or seven deep like Beheim was, then they're just, going to go somewhere else. It's just unfortunate. It, 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 um, it doesn't put us in a horrible spot, but it does make things a little bit tricky. You know, you feel like you like we said, you want one of those guys to stay, but it is what it is. Obviously, Joe and I wish them the best of luck. We know you do. And uh, we always we always follow these guys when they when they transfer just to see how they're doing. So, you know, they're all talented guys. They're all talented guys. Just really tough fighting for that spot uh, this, oh, yeah. this year, especially. So, um, all right, Joe. Well, with with everything going on, we've got we've got a break from pretty much everything, bro. Um, you know, schools are closing. I mean, it's like everything's, um, apocalyptic. There's no freaking toilet paper anywhere. I mean, you're limited, <laughs> you're limited on how much water you can buy. And I mean, look, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a serious issue, but, um, you know, we gotta just be smart about everything obviously but yeah. i mean how do you how do you see it um you know coming into having uh spring football kind of push back and and stuff like that is this you think it's going to affect like the starting time for for football in the fall or you think there's enough time to 
No, enough of a bumper, enough of a bumper to be able to um, do everything they need to do if they just hold off a little bit. So you got. Uh, you got I think that it all really depends on how people react to it. Right. Well, uh, as much as it's not really dangerous to the most people, it's just how fast it can spread, right? So I think just if everybody does their part and just keeps themselves kind of away from huge crowds and being out in public when you don't need to be unnecessary stuff, people just do your part. I think if we do that, then I think, I mean, obviously people are going to get it. It's going to play its way through, but um, the the most the better we can help, I think the faster we'll see results and get back to uh, normalcy. And that's really just all I got, man. Yeah. As I much think- as I'm completely against that and I hate that being cooped up and stuff, but again, it is what I think it is, every, right? if everyone does their part and takes it seriously and Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's tough. We're all gonna know someone, if not get it ourselves, that has it or whatever. So it's gonna be tough. And, you know, I think that we, I mean, I'm no expert. We're just spitballing here. But, um, you know, they're comparing. First of all, we started all of these canceling events and things like that quicker than anybody else did in their time period. Right. You know what I mean? You know, luckily, it pretty much came here last because, you know what I mean? Because we've we've been able to watch it and and kind of be a little bit more proactive about how we do the crowd thing and all that. Um, You know, we're seeing all the projections uh, like. Talking about well, well, we're at where Italy was, you know, you know, two weeks ago or whatever like that. But I don't know how we'll see. But I don't know how fair those comparisons are because they 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 kind of strike fear in people because of how bad Italy Italy is right now. But first of all, Italy's small, and second of all, um, their healthcare system is not the best, and it's it, it, it's easily overloaded. It's overloaded right now. Well, and that's the problem. Yeah, and that's what that's why we're doing what we're doing is because exactly this can just get transmitted so fast to where it's not necessarily the fact of that it's that much dangerous as much as we won't have the resources and you have situations in Italy right now where they have to pick and choose between who they have to keep alive and that's a tough situation you never want to get to that point so again that's why this is taken as seriously as it is Uh, if everyone to catch it within a week or two then all the doctor's offices and that's why we're, uh, that's why we're doing, that's what, why we're we're doing. what we're doing. Yeah. 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 You just got to self quarantine and just do your part because uh, I mean, you don't want to be the person that spreads that to somebody who might not survive, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, I got elderly grandparents. Everybody does. Right. Yeah. Well, so. My grandfather's got COPD. So that's one of the, the character traits it, it attacks and is you know yep. it's not good. So anyway, we're not experts. We're just obviously you know um, spitballing here. My my uh, my sister works in hospice, so you know that's not she's got to be to work. It's not a great right. place for her to be, you know, for anybody to be. But we thank all of our. My wife's a pharmacist. She's got to be to work. So mm-hmm. we thank all those those the the pharmacists, the doctors, the the nurses. All of you, if there's any of you out there, we appreciate you. We know you got to do your job. There's no time off for you or self-quarantine for you. So we appreciate you. We'll get through it. Uh, look, we will be back. As news comes out, we will be back. Uh, we appreciate all of you guys. I want to thank you. I want to thank Simply Safe. Um, when we find out more news uh, going on with basketball, we're going to probably have James back on. Also, um, anything going on with football, let some of that build up, and we'll have Tyler back. So we'll have guests, um, and and we'll make the we'll make the off season a little bit um, less 
you know, difficult to deal with, I guess. We'll do yeah. our, our part. We'll try our, our best. We'll try our best. Not that this is something everybody looks forward to, but I do. Hell. So that's it for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe.